We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. I have a rule. I'm honestly terrified right now, talking crap about someone behind their back. I couldn't think. I stopped watching TV when I read the four-hour work week. Felt like half of my heart. Minor panic attack. Pessimists right now surround us on our day-to-day. -day. Couldn't breathe, which I appreciate that. I'm so proud of you. This is the key, this is why I wanted to record this. I want a, uh, a woman's perspective on running a business and running with kids. Um, and I just, I, that's what I'm here for. And so uh, tell me, like you've never met me before, but tell me who you are and your history of how you got to be this person today. So I'm Ashley Bach and how did I get to be crazy business owner mm -hmm. of two, two businesses and mother of crazy kids. Yeah, how many kids? Three. Okay. So, um, and then Annie is, so we have our son who's nine, our daughter is five, and then our newborn daughter who is five weeks tomorrow. Wow. So I got my bachelor's degree from New Mexico State University in elementary education. Oh, that's crazy. I know, and <laughs> I um, really did not like parents. You don't like parents of the students? Yeah, or? The, okay. of the students, okay. yes. And so I quickly decided like education is not right for me. I love children, mm -hmm. but just parents were irritating. What's what is it about the parents? Well, when I was teaching, I taught in a really um, it was really kind of middle income, middle to low income, and I had a lot. I had several kids who were being abused, and you know reported to CYFD and yeah. had to go through that whole process, yeah. and and that just broke my heart. And then parents who didn't care, they weren't neglectful, they weren't terrible to the kids. They just didn't care about their education and it was just my fault. So I was just like, well, okay, like this is not where I need to be. Right. I'll find some other way to service kids. Sure. Um, then what'd you move to? Um, so my mother owned a healthcare business here in town okay. and um, said, well, come back to Carlsbad. You can work for me. Um, you can do marketing and mm -hmm. you can educate the community on what we do. So you're still kind of using your education degree. Sure. And I was like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. Let's try <laughs> yeah. it out. So came back home and um, quickly just kind of started taking on more roles. Became not just you know the marketing uh, the chief marketing officer, but also came became the CEO and administrator, mm. and got my license as a healthcare administrator through the state of New Mexico, and um, started just working through all of that. Then she retired, and then I, and my brother and I ran the business for a couple of years, and he left, and then I ran the business. Um, we ended up selling half of the business to um, a nationwide company. And then the other half of the business, I took on sole ownership of. And so then we launched mm. my company, Caring Angels. Okay. Um, so we took all of our staff, all of the clientele, right. and created that company. Um, and then I actually stayed on with the national company for a little over almost three years. Wow, yeah. Um, and became their um, regional administrator for health, um, home health and hospice, right. which I learned a lot from them. That was fantastic. I mean, I had a yeah. ton of hands-on learning from working right. for my mom right. and then working for a national corporation. Yep. That's just another level. I imagine. And uh, learning from them was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and. And from that company, they had great leadership. So then I was able to kind of model and see great, fantastic leadership skills. Not that my mom didn't have it, right. but again, this is a corporate level. Sure. Um, and so then left there and then solely maintained care. How many angels. kids do you have at that, that time? When you left Two. education, 
Well, I loved education, none. None, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, within my first year of in healthcare, right. one, so I had my son. Then a uh, year before we sold the business, so right was my brother was exiting, mm -hmm. and so then I was solely running the company as the only family we were running the company. Right. I uh, had my daughter in the middle of that. Okay. I had about three days maternity leave with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, and then I just had my other daughter. So. Right. Let's let's before we move on to the rest of your lineage, while that's fresh, you said you had about three days of maternity leave. Why only three days? Um. Well, my brother was offered a really great job opportunity, mm -hmm. and he was exiting mm -hmm. at the exact same time. Right. And which it would have completely left a vacuum void of any leadership at the business. Right. Uh, we had some great other leaders with the company, but we felt that as he was exiting at the exact same time. Right. And that I was having her, I really couldn't take a maternity leave. Right. I had to be at the business because he was leaving a void right. and then I was going to be gone. So it was just, it could have been a problem. Sure. So you chose in that instance, and, and uh, bear with me, you chose in that instance to put work above your personal family more mm -hmm. or less you had a baby mm -hmm. she came with me sure well yeah but but, but you're at work you're not yes. at home taking mm -hmm. care of the baby like getting mm -hmm. rest after pregnancy for goodness mm -hmm. sake so so in that instance you put work first yes. right okay yes. so i just wanted to like mm -hmm. clarify that to our listeners and the watchers is that um most parents that work a normal job whenever mm -hmm. they have a child well mm -hmm. the, the women anyway for sure the men are starting to get it now too but um, when the women have a children, they get a longer period of maternity leave, typically, mm -hmm. than three days. Yes. But being a leader or an owner, mm -hmm. you you had to make a decision: run the company, uh -huh. or, or not, and have it maybe fall apart, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, all right, moving back into it, um, what happened after after all that? After you left the uh, the company and you and you um, stayed on for three years to help them? Tell mm -hmm. me about that period. Uh, well, so, well, while I was still working for the national company. Yes. So yeah, that I think was, we were there. Okay, so that was a little bit interesting because we still had I still had my right. company. I have a wonderful woman who is the administrator for right. Caring Angels. She does a great job. Um, but that was interesting because through the national company, I had to be in Dallas. I had mm. to be in Roswell. I had to be in Albuquerque. I had to be in Roswell at least three days a week. One or two kids. Two kids. Two kids here. Okay. One who's a newborn and one was right. going into kindergarten. Okay. Well, within her first year. So you now you are, you own your own company, Caring Angels. Yes. You are managing the company that y'all the half of the part y'all sold off to the national people. Yes. That's requir requiring travel. Yes. You have two children now. Mm -hmm. Well, and the national been... company promoted me. Oh. And so instead of just having Carlsbad, right. then I had I grew to so I became over the Roswell branch, and then from the Roswell branch we grew into Artesia and Carlsbad, we grew into Hobbs. And so then I had all these areas that I right. was covering. So would you say it was because of your effective leadership that you grew or was it just the company was so aggressive and dumping money into this area? Both. Both? Okay. I wouldn't say I'm that great of a leader. Right. Well, and I, and I asked that because you're still running a family mm -hmm. doing this, growing a national mm -hmm. company's like stake in this area mm -hmm. and running your business. How was it? What was, was your business growing? Obviously, right? It My was business was growing. Um, that was also right in the middle of the Affordable right. Care Act was really hitting home, which for Medicare, which the national company mm -hmm. is terrible for, right. for Medicaid, which is Caring Angels, right. it was great. And That's my true. little one just got dumped on us. No, that's fine. If we got to unmic yourself and take care of what you got to take care of. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm squishing you. <laughs> no, you got to be quiet. 
Gotta be quiet, because Bubba dumped you in here. I know, it's terrible. Fast forward, you uh -huh. three years, and then you stopped running it for them? Mm-hmm, I did, I resigned. Okay. Uh, my husband had started up his electrical contracting okay. business, and I was doing all the books for him. Okay. And then trying to help manage his schedule. Mm -hmm. So we had Caring Angels, and then we had, I was working for the national company, mm -hmm. and then we had his business. And then at that point, still two kids. Two kids, okay. yes. Okay. And so that was, um, that became too much. Yeah. And my kids were starting really to suffer. Okay. Dad was able to be home more. He loved the oil field. So he was able to be home a little bit more. Right. Um, but then I would be like, well, you've got to run them over here because I'm going to be in right. Dallas and you got to do this over right. here because I'm going to be in Albuquerque. Right. And, um, there was one day my son got lost on the bus. Oh, they yeah. misplaced him on the buses. I had one of those days. Yep. Yep. And I was in Roswell and my husband was in Orla. Mm. And so I'm calling neighbors. Right. I'm calling family. Find him. Mm -hmm. The babysitter called. He didn't get off the bus. He wasn't on there. Right. Find him. And that was really kind of one of my moments of like, okay, I might be done. In that chaos from, from coming, like education, um, coming back with the parents, selling it, starting your own, him starting one, having kids throughout the whole thing, at which time in the chaos was your most rewarding time? Like when, when were you guys having the most fun in that narrative you just gave? Probably right now. Well, no, back up. Before now. So in the chaos part, whenever you're doing it all, when was the most fun or was none of it fun? I really enjoy, I enjoyed as a family. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you take, so there's, there's always just two aspects because right. there's me uh -huh. and there's our family. Sure. And so me, I really enjoyed working for the national company. And, and as a family, when was your best time in the chaos? Probably right after then? I left the chaos. Okay. It, okay. it was not pretty. It was right. not, I feel like it was, um, I think my kids were proud. Like I felt like my mm -hmm. son was proud. Right. You know, like, hey, my parents are business owners right. and my mom's doing this. And I feel like, because he would say things like, well, mom, like, this person works for you. And I'm like, right. well, like, we're a team. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mom is like, you say, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm their boss. But right. um, I really enjoyed that. Right. Um, now, as far as um, the family, no, that was not good for the family. Okay, in all the chaos, when was your most, when, when were you most financially rewarded? Was it whenever you were juggling 10 hats? When you were still a teacher, when was the best financial times? Because as business owners, we know uh -huh. that financial doesn't mean your cash flow. Exactly. It's cash flow and expense. Exactly. So mm -hmm. when was the best time in that realm? Probably like the year that I still was with the national company. Mm -hmm. So I had my business, mm -hmm. the national company, mm -hmm. and my husband was still working in the oil field. Okay. All right. Because um, he made very good money in the oil field, and I made very good money from the... Right. Uh, national company. So when we were employees, we right. made great money. Because you had side income or business yes, income and employee income. Uh -huh. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the hard questions. Move okay. forward. He he leaves the oil field. He starts his own thing. You resign. That's where we are in the narrative. Then mm -hmm. what happens? Um, then I felt like for a while, I mean, we, tr we traveled quite a bit. We took family vacations. Um, we went we um, went to Denver a few times. We went to the East Coast, um, and we had a really good time with that. Like because y'all didn't have the day jobs. Correct. And so you could leave mm -hmm. with the family. Yeah, because whenever we had our day jobs mm -hmm. and our businesses, mm -hmm. well, any any day off, right. you're running your businesses and doing catch up for your right. businesses because right. you couldn't do during the day. Right. So we had a lot more free time. Like my husband was able to coach baseball, and I was, you know, I I didn't need a housekeeper during right. it because we were so what was the cash flow cut like 
so I was still with the national company for mm. a little bit, and then his company was starting to grow whenever oh. I left. Okay. And so, so you had layer laps. Yeah, there was overlap. laps of okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, but on purpose, did y'all schedule yes. it? Okay. Good. Yes. It's a very smart planning. Mm -hmm. And then it was like I didn't even own a car. Mm. I did because the at national, that time at that time the com the national company <laughs> provided my car. Wow! I did not even own a vehicle, and then my husband didn't even own a vehicle either because the local provided him a vehicle. So now we got to buy vehicles. Dang! We've got a we had a little white truck, yeah. you know, single single wide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so now we've got to buy vehicles. Wow. Our cell phones. We got to buy cell phones because you don't have them. Our cell phones are provided by the companies. We're so we're now we're having right. to go. Okay, we gotta we gotta yeah. collect these things and then all right. So we're gonna buy this right. and then stabilize and then buy this sure. and stabilize. Yep. If you need to adjust, go ahead. Oh no. She. <laughs> what you doing? Yeah. You're so silly. I don't know why you're not sleeping. Cause you should be. I'm so damn right not. Yeah. Uh. Okay. But it's okay. Um, all right, so now let's move to the part where both of you are out. Um, you're both running your own businesses. Mm -hmm. How's Cash that? Cash flow got hard. Okay, it did. Mm -hmm, it got okay. hard. But how did family life get? It actually got a little bit harder too because now we're stressing. When, okay, we got to make the mortgage. We've got right. you know two vehicle payments to make and insurance, and um, this you know this person hasn't paid. You know, we thankfully we got several clients mm -hmm. who. They never said it, but it was always kind of like, I know you're in your business and you need the money, so I'm gonna, so I'd send them an invoice and literally they would text me 30 minutes later, okay, I got your invoice, mm. I'm paying it. But, but, but I mean like, yeah. if we're talking, okay, well they owe us $10,000 yeah. and, and, and they were always, I mean, so mm -hmm. very, very good to just, okay, I got your check right here. And I literally would, okay, I'm headed over there. Right. Yeah. And there's still times like, you yeah. know, okay, with I'm headed enough, over there to go get that check. With a big enough check, we, we, I understand. You still drop everything and you yeah. go get the check. Totally mm -hmm. get that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so did, did, it ever get, did, did it ever get better? I mean, you had another kid after that, assuming. So I'm assuming it got better or easier? Still, I mean, it, it, it ebbs and flows. Right, okay. There's still hard times and yeah. still... Um, you know, I, I know kind of where like the sweet spot is, yeah. like for his business on, okay, his number of employees, number of this, but then you have the employee problems and does yep. that outweigh the extra revenue that it brings in? And well, I was about to bring, go to that actually. So in the last, did you guys see yourself here? Did you see yourself at this exact point five years ago? No. Three years ago? Probably, yeah. Three years ago, you were you had planned this yes. far ahead. Okay, are uh -huh. you just a natural planner? Oh, I'm a huge planner. Okay, huge. And I want okay, and I want to be very strategic. Like yeah. okay, we're gonna. Okay, so the real question, the the meat and potatoes. I want to know who you were and how you got here. But the meat and potatoes, what is, as a woman, family, as a family woman business owner, uh, your husband runs his own thing too. What's the hardest thing for you guys like today? What, where do you struggle today? Finding time for me and my husband mm -hmm. that we're not talking about the businesses or the kids or employee problems okay. um, or cash flow or that seems that's all we do. And so, I mean, we literally kind of have to tell each other, like, stop. Tell me something else. Right. Um, did you listen to anything else today? We've we in the past we've like picked books like okay like we're gonna read this book together, mm -hmm. and even now it's become a little bit harder. We we even downloaded um audiobooks. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna read we're gonna listen to these chapters in audiobook. <laughs> yeah. 
and we have not finished that. Okay. Uh, so the hard part is you and him. Yes. For y'all time. Mm-hmm. What's the best part of what you guys do right now? The freedom. Um, we actually were just, we were talking the other day because we get tired of certain aspects of Carlsbad mm-hmm. about what if we left? Mm-hmm. Just, just to, I mean, we're not ever going to leave. We're here. Yeah. But, you know, what if we left? Where would we go? And what would we do? And he told me, he says, I don't know if I could handle startup again. And he uh, goes, so yeah. I'd, I'd get a job. I'd want to work for somebody. And I was like, I'm not an employee. Right. I don't want to answer to someone mm-hmm. now, answering to the IRS yep. or, you know, things like that. That's a little bit different. I but hate the IRS. I, hate I hate the IRS. That's negative. <laughs> yes, but that, that one's going to stay in this podcast. The IRS, I hate, and I don't care. That yes. one's staying in. <laughs> yes, I am not a fan of them either. Um, or state taxes. Or <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I love not having a boss. Do you ever... Do you ever turn it off though? So you say the freedom, mm-hmm. but do you guys get to turn it off? Or what about those twelve o'clock phone calls in the middle of the night? I mean, may, I, business owners, we overhype like the twelve o'clock phone calls. Right, I'm always on. The truth is, for me, twelve o'clock phone call very rarely happens. Yeah, I've, I've now what, the, as the employee, yeah. I got them all the time. When as I worked, the employee, when I, when okay. I worked for the national company, okay. I got them all the time right. because we were twenty four seven, and so my employees were working. And if right. something came up, they were going to call me, and it came up. Things came up more often than what you would think it did. So you were management, and the employees were calling yes. you. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense. For me, it's the eight a.m. emails when I wake up yeah. the next day. Mm-hmm. That's the most like hateful time for me. Mm-hmm. Is when you wake up and your phone is full of emails of problems of things yes. that have to be fixed that day, mm-hmm. and so that's where that's my twelve o'clock like like hateful hour in the morning whenever everything hits me for the first time that day. But the other day, I literally had seventy two unread emails on my phone. Wow. Because I mean, but I have two emails, so I have yeah. you know for both companies, and seventy two emails, <laughs> and I'm one who's like anal about it, like no, yeah. like I have to answer it, I have yeah. to, and through this maternity leave, I'm like, you know, what? I don't have to. Right. My teams are, you know, my husband's mm-hmm. running his company, and I'm, right. and Kimmy's running Caring Angels, and and I'm okay. Nothing's gonna fall apart right. while I take a couple of weeks with my daughter. Sure, definitely. So um, now let's talk about the kids. Uh, what's the what's the best part? Uh, you say freedom for you. What's the best part for running a family? You being know, a business I owner? um, I take them to work. And honestly, like, if I had an office staff member who was like, could I have my kids with me every day? I'd probably be like, I'm probably not. I'm sorry. But you do it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't, and I really, and I, I find it, it's very important to me not to be hypocritical. Like, if I'm going to ask something of my employees, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that case. But in might... that case. Now, if they're like, I mean, if they bring their kids for today. Right. That's different. Sure. But every day, like I'm setting up a nursery for when I return back to work. Nice. It's going to be in my office. and For your kid. <laughs> for my kid. So is that something that owning the company gives you the leeway to do is be like, yes. I can do it, but you can't type thing, I guess. And I, and I don't like to talk about right. that. That's the ugly part right. about it is, yeah. and I think people kind of realize that. Like I've talked right. to other business owners who have done the same thing. Like, right. oh yeah, like I had my kid in the nursery here. And, um, and, I, and I asked them, like, did your employees ever ask for that? Right. And they're like, no. Well, take solace in the fact that your employees are guaranteed a check. You're going to pay exactly. them. Exactly. You're not guaranteed to make profit this year, Correct. but you're going to pay their check next week, right? Exactly. And so, mm-hmm. no matter I, what, right. I make sure their check is done. 